Welcome to My Secret Place Devotional with Oyit Alfred. My Secret Place, dwelling with the Father, going deeper in His Word for truth and the light from above. Be transformed in My Secret Place. Good morning. You know, when God looks at all his children, one of the things that delights him in his children is when he sees a person that fears him. The Bible says in Psalm 147 verse 11 that the Lord delights in those who fear him, those who put their hope in his unfailing love. But do you know that this fear of God is actually a spirit? It is one of the spirits that Jesus functioned with according to Isaiah chapter 11 verse 2. We're going to ask for the spirit of the fear of God to rest upon us so that as we live in the fear of God, we're going to delight the heart of the Father. Because if you fear God, what it means is you're going to do what God has said you do and stay away from sin. Lord, we bless you for a new day. And Lord, I ask for the spirit of the fear of you. Let it rest upon your children. That even as we function today, we will avoid the things you say we should avoid. And we'll do the things you want us to do. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Have you really ever sat down, closed your eyes and asked yourself, why exactly did Jesus come to this planet Earth? Have you thought about it and meditated on it? Well, if you have not, you're actually not alone. That's because most Christians have never taken the time to seriously ask themselves this question. Very few have taken the time to actually study and understand why exactly did Jesus come? And because we don't study it, what it means is that we don't really know why Jesus came. And that also implies that we will not be able to take advantage of all the benefits of the coming of Jesus, which is what we're looking at, the reason Jesus came, the assignment of Jesus, the focus of Jesus, the purpose of Jesus coming on planet Earth. That is our focus for the devotional this month of December, because it's in December that people remember the birth of Jesus, but we're celebrating something we don't fully understand. If you listen to devotional yesterday, we talked about the fact that one of the reasons Jesus came is to become a high priest. And the implication of that is that Jesus represents us before the Father, but he doesn't just represent us in the air. He represents us because he has been through what we've been through and therefore he understands perfectly. Whatever it is you're going through, have you been misunderstood? Have you been insulted? Do you feel tired, hungry, abandoned? All of those things, Jesus felt them. The only difference between you and Jesus is that Jesus felt them, but he did not sin. So he's a perfect high priest because he understands. He's representing us before the Father from a place of understanding. That's why Hebrews 4 verse 14 to 15 says, So then, since we have a great high priest who has entered the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us firmly hold to what we believe. This high priest of ours understands our weaknesses, for he faced all of the same testings we do. Yet he did not sin. So you see, whatever it is you are going through, Jesus perfectly understands you. He doesn't condone your sin. He doesn't condone your weakness and all of that. But he understands. And then he's able to represent you perfectly before the Father. There are other implications of Jesus being the high priest, apart from the fact that he understands us. Another big implication is that Jesus actually represents us in the court of heaven. That's his role as a high priest. He came to planet Earth to become a high priest. And the thing about this high priestly ministry of Jesus is that he did it while he was here on earth. But 
for is something that he continues all his life. Hebrews 7.14 says, but because Jesus lives forever, he has a permanent priesthood. That's what NIV says. But if you look at New Living Translation, it says, but because Jesus lives forever, his priesthood lasts forever. In other words, he's going to continue being a high priest even till the end of the age. So the implication of him being a high priest is that number one, like I already said, he understands our weaknesses, he understands our infirmities. And so he's able to represent us before God. The second implication of him being a high priest is that he will represent us in the court of heaven. Most people don't realize that heaven actually has a court. There is a spiritual court and God is the judge. If you read your Bible from Hebrews chapter 12, one of the sentences there, the Bible says, you have come to God, the judge of all. So in that court of heaven, God is the judge of all. The accuser is Satan and human beings, especially those who are God's children, they are the defenders. They have to defend, stand, and Satan will continue to accuse him. And do you know that cases are brought against you in the spirit on a daily basis, actually two times every day. There are cases brought before God on you, on your case, on your matter. I know from Revelation chapter 12 verse 10, he says, then I heard a loud voice shouting across the heavens. It has Come at last, salvation, power, and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ. Because the accuser of our brethren has been thrown down to the earth. The one who accuses them before God day and night. So that means in the realm of the spirit, there are accusations brought against you in the morning and in the evening. Satan will not get tired of raising accusation against you. And you know what? Satan will bring accusation really against the things you have done wrong. Every single thought, every single action, every single attitude that is wrong, Satan will take you to the court of heaven and to try to get judgment against you. And he knows that the spiritual court is very strict. So he tries to get judgment against God's people all the time. But the question is this, how come you have messed up many, many times, but you have not been sentenced to spiritual prison? What do you think is the reason? What do you think is behind it? Very simple. The high priestly ministry of Jesus Christ. When we make a mistake and we are walking in the light, we are following God, we are God's children, we are genuine in our work with God. We're not people who just pretend to come to church on Sunday morning and go back without actually experiencing transformation. You are a believer, you are a child of God, and you're really working with God. And then you make a mistake. Guess what? The Bible says we have an advocate. So Jesus as a high priest also saying the same thing. Our advocate stands before God and he makes a case on our behalf. And so our sins are rolled away. The mistakes are washed by the precious blood of Jesus. Let's read it in 1 John chapter 2 verse 1 and 2. I'll read it from the NLT version. My dear children, I am writing this to you so that you will not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate who pleads our case before the Father. He is Jesus Christ, the one who is truly righteous. Meaning that when you make a mistake, Satan takes an accusation against you to the court of heaven. 
What the Bible says that Jesus will assume the high priest ministry role, meaning he will assume the role of the advocate. He will go and stand there and plead your case and get pardon for you. He pleads your case and gets justice for you. He pleads your case and gets forgiveness for you. That is why, though you make mistakes on a per second basis, you have not been condemned. You have not been killed. You have not died. It is because Jesus is standing there representing you. So the Bible says, I'm writing this to you so that it not give you an excuse to sin. Because some people will say, well, thank God Jesus is advocate. That means I can go and live carelessly and not pay attention to myself. I can just do what I like. So John is correcting that mindset. He said, First John chapter 2 verse 1 to 2, he said, my dear children, I'm writing this to you so that you will not sin. But if you do sin, the Bible says, we have an advocate. What does he do? He pleads your case before the father he goes to god whenever satan brings an accusation i say this person doesn't deserve to be blessed he did this he did this he did this jesus will stand and plead your case so i want you to understand if you are having a righteous walk with god and you make a mistake the bible tells us there is an advocate don't let your heart condemn you don't go into having a guilt trip understand that the advocate is speaking for you and he has never lost a case all you need to do is lord honestly i am really sorry and the advocate to take up the case from there and talk to god on your behalf and get justice and he knows what to say how to say it when to say it, the inflections to use so that you can get a judgment of acquitted and discharged no case brought guess what there is a no guilty charge on you you have been acquitted and discharged because your advocate has spoken to god has represented you perfectly in the court of heaven god bless you for other life-changing messages you can download the app rev oyek speaks from Play Store for Android phone users or the iOS Store for Apple users. You can also follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and Telegram, all on the handle Oyeeks Alfred. Thank you so much for listening. Have a blessed day.